0: Welcome to the Permission to Succeed podcast. This podcast is about learning from and being inspired by people who have been successful because they found what they were passionate about, created something special, and most of all, they gave themselves permission to go and do it. The genesis of this podcast is the inspirational lives of Muhammad Ali and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and their world-changing impact. The Permission to Succeed podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place advisors come to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikenett.
1: Hello and welcome. This is Matt Halloran for Advisorpedia today. I have two guests. We are still at the Market Council Summit. We're really, really happy to be here. And Doug wanted me to interview our two guests today. So we've got Amelia Garland and we've got Courtney McQuaid there from CityWire RIA. And before we get into what CityWire is, and we're going to talk all about that, we're going to find out a little bit more about who they are, what they do, and what makes them tick. You guys want to do like rock paper scissors to see who goes first? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. okay. No, you're you, you. Amelia just said before we started, I'm an overachiever. We're starting with you then. Thank so, you, Matt. All right. Thank so you for giving me, me this opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Tell me your story. So, what? Why are you here? How did you get here? Let's go there.
2: Matt, I'm gonna take you back. I'm Yay. gonna take you back quite some time. I was two years old. My mom and dad moved us over from the UK. To Connecticut, Westbrook, Connecticut, the suburban life we loved. Why did they do that? Because of my dad's job. He was in asset management sales. He sold mutual funds for the US, Latin America, Asia business for a large asset manager. So from two to about 18, I would hear at dinners, lunches, darling, you've got to invest in emerging market debt. You need to diversify your portfolio. And I'm like, dad, I'm 15. I just wanna go out with my friends. So I grew up hearing about this industry. Mm -hmm. Then when I was 18, I went to college. I started interning at Institutional Investor, UBS, different firms that gave me exposure to jobs in the financial media or financial services world. After college, I thought, listen, I know my dad's in finance. I know my brother's in finance. I know my other two brothers are probably gonna do the same. So I was like, I'm gonna do something different. So I went to work for a company called BizNow, which put on news and events for commercial real estate brokers. I thought I'm gonna go so far away from this. And I was there for a year and a half and something was pulling me back. So I found Citywire and it's the perfect medium because I'm not sitting behind a desk Mm -hmm. analyzing numbers. I'm not pitching products. I am learning about the industry because I get to interview advisors. I get to tell stories and the best part, my dad and my brother are sponsors Yay! of CityWire. So it's like I get a view in my family too. So it all comes the back family to family. Yeah. It's a family affair. Nice. They taught me this industry. I'm at CityWire. I get to still be with them and it's a lot of fun. It's That's a lot cool. of fun.
1: All right, you're up. What do you got? your story.
2: Well, I'm the opposite. My mother and
0: father were not in the industry, but I became interested during high school when I was the president of my economics class. Mm. We actually put together a product, sweatshirts, with the school logo on it. We sold stock to the other students to pay for it, and then I was actually, after we we made a profit, I put together an annual report, and I was able to pay my stockholders dividends. And I thought, this is so interesting. And so when I graduated from high school and I started going to college, before I started, I was driving around Walnut Creek, California, in one of my mother's suits, driving in my car with no AC, looking at the office buildings that I thought would be cool to say to my friends, hey, that's my office. And I walked into every single one and I shook the first person's hand that I saw and I said, hi, I'm Courtney McQuaid. I just graduated from high school. I'm about to go to the local junior college. I was wondering if you're hiring for any general office or part-time clerical work. Hmm. I ended up getting a job at Dean Witter, working for an advisor. I set up a Bill Good Marketing campaign, and that was it. Yeah, Bill Good Marketing. Do you remember that?
1: Uh, uh, Bill Good is actually a really good friend of mine. (laughs) He's the godfather of marketing and financial services. He still exists. He absolutely is. Uh, He's the OG. uh, so
0: funny. He is the OG. And you know how I learned it? I learned how to set it up. I'd manually input all the names and addresses, listening to tapes.
1: Oh, (laughs) and instructions and reading the books now i want to make sure that we're clear those were cassette tapes because i remember those cassette tapes myself so wow okay so okay yeah so what a great learning experience with Bill good stuff okay keep going
0: well and then i just i continued to work on the wirehouse side for the first half of my career in the trenches so to speak as i call it Mm -hmm. i ended up becoming a sales assistant then i was a branch admin for a very long time uh, until I lived in New York City, where the home office was, and I made this transition over to the technology side. Okay. So I started training financial advisors on our proprietary trading systems and developing all the learning content. It was so much fun for me. Um, I later moved to an asset management firm, where I launched their um, technology and marketing social media platforms. Oh. And then, that's it. I've Now I've been on the marketing side ever since. I'd never worked in media until... The co-founder of CityWire RIA, Richard Lander, came up to me and asked me if I was available. Mm-hmm. I knew the industry, but I didn't know the media, oh. so it was very interesting to me to get to work in media. I don't have any more compliance rules Yay. or regulations hanging yeah. over me, I can yeah. tweet whatever I want. <laughs> it's freedom! Like, freedom. <laughs> yeah, and I just absolutely love it, and I get to see all my friends. Mm-hmm. I get to see all my friends in the industry, the advisors, the asset managers. It's so fun, and of course I get to partner with her we create so much great content yeah. you, you guys so should see fun. these
1: too and i know it's you so can't because it's a podcast but there is just <laughs> there is a connection here you can you really it. ran the whole gambit here i, I mean your resume your cv to get where you are it just makes sense doesn't it yeah. like everything was building to where you are right now okay but then i'm gonna put you on the spot so what exactly do you do at citywire
0: i man- i manage all the social media for the us
1: oh <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay, just, all right. just, It's a small just, job. That's a small, it's a small one. Job. Yeah, Holy just crap. our entire U.S. All right. business. And what is your official job so here? So
2: I will say it, but I, then I will explain it. So Good. I am the head of audience development and studios for our U.S., Latin American, and Canada business. Wow.
1: No, do you speak multiple languages?
2: Yes, I speak to, uh, well, German, Spanish, French, Italian. She's amazing. amazing. She she's amazing. isn't
1: over at you. Look
2: at that. <laughs> That's amazing. crazy.
1: All right. Wow. I
2: was practicing Spanish last night. Um, yeah,
0: she's currently taking Spanish lessons to and improve it's a her
2: practicar. Spanish. Necesito
1: oh, oh, yeah. important. Heck no. Um, <laughs> we were at a Cuban restaurant last night, and everybody was there. Was We are all looking around like, does anybody speak yeah. like it? No, nobody spoke no, any yeah. Spanish at all. All right. Now, let's talk about City Wire. Yes. Where did it come from? Because... This isn't like normal press journalism, like financial planning magazine or whatever. Mm-hmm. You guys came into it at a very interesting time, by yeah. the way, when yeah. all of that stuff seems to kind of be going away. So you guys can fight over who's going to take that one.
2: I'll start. Okay, Jump good. In, okay, good. No. So we started in 1999 in the UK. Our headquarters are in Vauxhall. Uh, oh,
1: so it's been, a, oh, I didn't know you've been around that long. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we had our, our 20, 20 year anniversary Ooh. a couple years ago, which is okay. incredible. And we launched in the U.S., Gosh, about eight? 5 or yeah. 6 years ago yeah okay, starting out with the pro, okay. with the pro
0: buyer channel professional buyer channel which is a magazine and media geared toward professional fund buyers like due diligence analysts, gatekeepers, whatever you want to call them. They're the people that do the research, that select the funds for their platforms.
2: Yeah, and that's our model in every market we enter. We have offices in Munich, Milan, Singapore. What we do when we first go into the market, we identify who the key decision makers are when it comes to onboarding mutual funds to your platform. Because guess who our big clients are? Asset managers. They want to know who those people are. They want to know we're distributing to those people. So we say like the professional buyer magazine, it's written for the fund buyer, by the fund buyer. Okay. And then we always segue. So the U.S. was interesting, right? So we started there, and then we noticed covering the wirehouse in the broker-dealer world—the huge breakaway movement.
0: All right, it's
1: jumping. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Starting their Which own, is
0: crazy. Terms.
1: It like is. How many
0: people are actually leaving the safety and the comfort of the big wirehouses? But they're tired of those golden handcuffs. They're tired. Yeah. They want independence. They want to be able to sell the products, the right products, to their clients not being told what products to sell
2: they were they're restricted to recommended lists of funds they have no autonomy over their investment decision their planning decision and so Mm -hmm. we saw a huge trend happening and we thought well we have to start producing content so ron carson of carson group was our first cover star that was our entry into the market that was september of oh my gosh 2018 2018 yeah Yeah. and september of 2016 was when we launched professional buyers so just two years after that and it's been a whirlwind since then. We've okay. just grown and grown and grown. It's been incredible. Thanks to this one's okay. incredible. Well, and so let's talk
1: about your social media strategy, right? Yeah. Because unfortunately, it's somewhat crowded, but it's a lot of crappy information not well presented. How are you solving that problem?
0: Well, we're we're really lucky with our journalists. I mean, if you know Ian Winnick, also known as the Scoopinator, <laughs> Alex Rosenberg and Andrew Porsche, I mean, they produce quality stories they're okay. not just yeah. taking any stories they're not about quantity they're about quality Absolutely. I mean it's it's a social media managers content dream mm-hmm. right they just give me the most amazing content and then from a social standpoint Amelia and I create a lot of socially driven content where we um, we just create content on our own that's primarily it's not editorial. it's socially driven we like to have some fun with it we love to feature people we love to learn about their stories mm-hmm. I mean I think that that's the key right we like to tell the stories and I'm actually gonna be launching in 2022 a new video series that will be featuring advisors um i don't want to get into it just yet but you'll find out in 2022. yeah i'm really looking forward to it and we're going to partner on that too okay
1: so but you still have to get their, att- you're not, I'm not letting you go on this. You still have to get their attention, right? So what are you doing? What is the platform that you're using? Let's get a little bit more granular because mm-hmm. I think that people who provide services to financial advisors and financial advisors know and want to know how you're doing this successfully so that we can start helping, ri- we call it rising above the noise, right? There's so much noise and misinformation mm-hmm. that's out there. Yeah. And with good journalism and good social media, you can get your voice heard. So elaborate on that, either one of you.
2: Yeah. Well, I think it's exactly what Courtney said so well we use Twitter LinkedIn Instagram as platforms right how we engage is we when I said my role is head of audience development that means I am responsible my team is responsible with knowing who all the heads of these RAs are what they do fun facts about them so when we post about them and we tag them they're engaging with us they know us they're friends with us we know their story we've shared their story they trust us to do so. Audience development, yeah, is
0: primarily relationships. Amelia and her team, they're in the relationship business. They're not trying to sell the advisors anything. truly want to know their stories, what makes them tick, what they want, what kind of information that they want. And then we do that together. I think Mm. the other thing that's very important too is, yes, we we post from the main CityWire channels, but Amelia and I and the rest of the team we personally get involved. I think oh. it's so important to humanize a brand. Yes. Absolutely. People connect with people much more than they co- than they connect with a, with a brand. Yeah. You know, We've, I mean, yeah. it's why Ian gets so many scoops, right? Mm-hmm. He builds relationships sure. with people. He cares. And that's why people want to come to him when they mm-hmm. have scoop.
2: And people know, they know him through his voice on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They know how quirky he is. They know he's he's fun to talk to, right? I'm he's brilliant, with both of us. I mm-hmm. think it's... I think you have to be authentic with who you are because people can follow any company, right? Sure. You can follow any company on Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever they want to do, but you follow the people behind the company, right? And if you're not showing who your key people are, you're losing, frankly. You're losing a, a big a big part of The,
1: the storytelling component, it, it, that's, that is word and testament, right? Mm. I just, I don't know why other organizations and advisors haven't figured out I mean and look at your success so proofs in the pudding right you guys are killing it you're everywhere people love you guys you know that sort of stuff how can you Mm. convince advisors that that personalized story who they are is really what's the most important thing for them to get out there to really make that connection how can you either of you convince them to do that
0: Well, I think it depends on the situation, right? I mean, a lot of advisors in general, they love to tell their story. It's great for them to get press, right? But everything, even back when I was working in the technology training for advisors, they always wanna know what their peers are up to. Whenever I would walk into an advisor's office and say, oh, how can I help you on the new systems today? You know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And they'd always ask me, well, what's the guy next door in the office next door wanting to know? What are they learning? How are they customizing their quote screens? What kind of reports are they running for their clients? And it's the same thing. I think when we're telling stories, how do you build your business? How do you, how do you grow? Are you doing it through acquisition or are you doing it organically? you know what's your what's your what's your process your financial planning process i think they always like to know what the guy next door or the gal next sure. door sure. is that's, doing yeah
2: that's why they they look at us and i think i mean why it works in terms of storytelling is that then people will engage because they will find something in that story that can resonate with themselves. So I interviewed Daniel Crosby. Yeah. I asked him how his Mormon faith has influenced him in his day-to-day life and business. I found out shortly after that, Eric Clark is also Mormon. And I think like that's it. So you engage there, then you find out there's this community, then you have people weighing in saying, wow, thank you for sharing that. I am also following this faith. It has taught me so much about how to run my practice and you build mini communities through the storytelling. So it goes beyond just like, hey, this is me, this is my practice. You have to intertwine the personal with the professional to really get it out there and then on top of it, by doing so, you then get to engage on a deeper level yes. with those in that network.
1: Well, I just uh, people see themselves in other people's stories, right? And you just they said do. that, right? So when you're at, when you're interviewing somebody and they say something and you're like, "Hey, there's a connection point." Hey, yeah. there's like, "Oh my god, yeah. I feel like I know you better." Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, that that to me is just the absolute game changer. Okay, so here's my favorite question that I ask during podcasts, okay. which is, "What should I have asked you that I didn't?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. know.
2: I'll go. Well, I think. I will say this, being a woman in this industry, I think that is an interesting question. I, I discussed this with a, with a few females here, as you yeah. can see at this conference, there's a lot. And I think as women in this industry, you need, people need to see you. Yeah. And I think that's why we, I, you and I can drive change, being females, being out there, showing who we are, being fearless. You have to just, people need to see you're in the industry. That's yeah. how we get people in it. It's just how. So that would be the one question I would. I would have. Yeah,
0: it's okay. also one of our goals to feature women and people from a diverse background, and as many of our features as we can, because, like you said, people see themselves. Yes. And we want people to know, other people than just white men can be in this industry. I mean, it's definitely male dominated, white sure. male dominated. It's hard. It's the way yeah. it is. It's slowly changing, but the more that we can feature people from a diverse background. I think the better. Sure.
1: Yeah. Have you guys seen Ted Lasso?
0: Oh, okay. So, oh, so, I love so, okay.
1: So, you've got Rebecca, and, you know, and her goddaughter <laughs> comes on the show, and her goddaughter's, you know, she's like, Would you like to come to work with me? And she said, Well, I'd love to come and see really what you do for a living. She's like, Well, have you always been interested in running a football team? And her answer was, No, but I have been now that you're there.
0: I love that. I love that. Isn't the that? Song. I know. I freaking yeah. love that yeah. moment. Yeah. But yeah.
1: that's exactly correct. So I love the fact that that should be a focus. We have to have more diversity and inclusion in this industry. We have to. Because it can't just be a whole bunch of old white guys. You go to these meetings.
2: It's all old white guys. It's
1: all old, yeah. old yeah. white guys. It's all yeah. old
2: white guys on the panels. It's all old white guys who we're interviewing. Yeah. Don't get us right. wrong. Which I mean, is we, not their it's fault. fault. It it's not isn't
1: their fault. There, no, uh, no I know. I want you to know. We want to help make right. a
0: change, right? We want to help find the people. That's correct. Because they
1: exist, right? There are, man, I we have had the opportunity to interview some like, women who've been in the industry for 40 years, mm-hmm. and their stories are unreal. Yeah. Their their tenacity, their oh, stick-to-itiveness, yeah. horrible things that they had to put up with oh, yeah. during, like, Mad Men years, which, by the way, was, like, the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. No, it really I wasn't. I could tell you some stories. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, okay, so... So you, do you guys have like a specific, is there a column, is there a section, is there a focus to focus on women specifically in this marketplace? We
0: used to. Okay. Um, we don't have, the. I used to have a women in wealth column in the magazine. Now okay. um, we have a diversity column written by an amazing person, Sloan Ortel, who writes a lot about diversity and okay. inclusion. Um, but in 2022, that's we want to do that. Yeah. I'm going to be, I want to launch, I guess I'll just tell you, it's not formalized <laughs> yet, but I want to launch um, a new video series called CityWire Elevate, where I can elevate the voices of people with diverse backgrounds yeah. in the industry. That's fantastic. So Thank keep you an eye doing out for that. that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, I really, really You to. have
2: to do it. And that, that's the thing. I think we, you, you make a choice, right? You need to find those people. When I'm interviewing people, I try to make a very conscientious effort to always include either a female, hmm? gender diverse, racially diverse Yeah, I, I try to make that effort it's harder to find but you have to look yeah. to find them and I think
1: in in the we they're absolutely there and yeah. the best part about it is if they're given the platform to yeah. do it that they will run to that platform because they know that mm-hmm. that little girl just in Ted Lasso they see that, oh, yeah. I can be that. Because yeah. if you can't see it, it doesn't have that yeah. same level of permanence.
2: Also, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun this. I presented <laughs> to a school of high schoolers through Stacy Havner, who's she's oh, an yeah. incredible mentor that of mine in the industry. And they were like, what? You travel to different states? You get to interview oh, yeah. people? This sounds so much fun. I and mean, there's so much more to financial services than sitting behind a desk cold calling yeah. people. And yeah. I think you have to show women all around, all around this country diverse backgrounds, that there is more to this job than just what people think finance is. Sure. Yeah, when
0: I first started in the industry, I just thought women were sales assistants or yep. branch admins, like yep. I was, and the men were the financial advisors. And every once in a while at Merrill Lynch or at um, Morgan Stanley, where I worked, sometimes you'd have a female advisor and it was kind of weird, right? Everybody kind of looked at mm. her and like, oh, is she kind of a, you know, the B word? Men would say oh, that yeah. stuff, men cool. would mm-hmm. say that stuff. And it was normal and it was accepted and that I, thought that that's just how it was
2: Mm -hmm. you know it's normalized so
1: and we need to do whatever we can to make that crap not normal again because that stuff is just not acceptable anymore i think it shouldn't have ever been acceptable but thank god there's people like you who are helping with this all right if somebody wants to reach out to either of you or if they want to find out more about citywire what is the best thing that they can do to reach out oh you are the audience expert human person here so this is your question right so
2: look at our website citywireria.com okay for following us individually, um, you can follow me on Twitter, Garland Goes West, for our handles at CityWireRIA. Okay. Again, to follow the company handle. And for Courtney.
0: Yeah, I'm on Twitter all the time. I love Twitter. I'm at Court McQuaid on Twitter. Um, also, you can connect with us on LinkedIn, yep. Instagram. We're both on Instagram and CityWireRIA is on Instagram. Yeah.
1: Magnificent. Well, we will make sure that we have those links in our show notes. And I want to yep. thank you very much for being on the show today.
0: Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thanks for having us, Matt.